Hello, my name is Christine Deeson, and I'm the CEO and founder of the Modern Artist Project. Today, I'm with Tam Lang Trong. Tam is a professional photographer, artist, and graduate of the Desotel Faculty of Management of McGill University. He is also multilingual. He speaks English, French, Vietnamese, and German fluently. Recognized for his precision, agility, creativity, and sensitivity, Tam specializes in portraits and music events. His regular clients include the Schulich School of Music of McGill University, Concord Musical International de Montreal, CBC Music, Opera de Montreal, Capella Antica, Opera McGill, as well as the Studio de la Musique Ancienne de Montreal. He has immortalized internationally renowned artists with his camera, such as pianist Lang Lang, New Zealand soprano Dame Kiri Te Kanawa, soprano Dame Felicity Lott, and Acadian soprano Susie LeBlanc, among others. A highly versatile and talented photographer, Tam is equally as comfortable at events of great cultural and corporate significance as he is in his studio. And when it comes to music, his artist soul become one with the camera. For Tam, photography is a way of communicating, immortalizing the most precious moments and harmonizing beauty and spontaneity. Thank you, Tam, for joining us today. Thanks for having me. I know you've photographed so many great artists and you even photographed me and that was quite the experience within itself. So I know I've read a lot of things about the things that you've accomplished, but could you tell us more about the journey that has led you here? Sure. Um, it was a bit of a long journey and <laughs> to get to, you know, our shoot at the Canal Chin, but um, I was born and raised in Germany and did my high school there, uh, took piano lessons, singing lessons, and music was always part of my life. Uh, then I moved to Montreal with my whole family. And from here, uh, I was bouncing around a bit for two years, waiting for the visa. And so, you know, I went to Broadway choir, I joined a dance troupe, just to live out a bit of, I guess, artistic fun. And the camera was always with me. I always took photos at the Broadway choir. I posted them for fun on my Facebook. And they got seen by someone who was working for uh, Opera McGill back then. And he asked me to shoot their next production the following fall, which was uh, The Marriage of Figaro, I think. Yes, no, that's correct. Uh, and... So I shot that, um, put put really my, my heart and soul into it, a lot of sweat, and <laughs> the photos were good enough for Schulich to keep hiring me over the next few years. So I made my connections there. I met the students. I shot the events, their headshots, built a portfolio, and then things snowballed from there. Uh, Opera de Montréal and all the other clients you read. Uh, I'm lucky to work with them today. No, that's really amazing. And about the journey, it almost seems like it was like meant to be. I mean, in regards to, you know, the direction that your career has taken. So, you know, as a photographer, as someone who, you know, has this eye, you know, 
a lot of time people think that they can just be a photographer because, oh, you know, if I have an iPhone 14 or if I have like the best technology that, oh, it's easy to take photos. What are your thoughts about that? That's a super interesting question. Um, it's true that, you know, we all have cameras these days and, you know, compared to what they were five years ago, they're, they're really amazing. Um, what I think though, what makes a photographer is not just the technical stuff. It's also the kind of person you are, what interests you, what have you done in your life? What do you pay attention to every day? And so, for example, uh, I, I don't really pay attention to landscapes as much as people. I, my attention is always on expressions, moods, and that's why I'm good at capturing people. But I would be horrible at shooting like a, picture, a nice picture of a mountain. Um, and so I think if you are someone who, uh, you know, um, wants to take great photos, then you would start with things that interest you already in your everyday life, the things you think about. Yeah. No, this is really great uh, in regards to, you know, the things that we pay attention to, because sometimes we don't really, you know, are in that mindset of, you know, being aware. And I think that increased awareness that you, you had mentioned is really important. Exactly. So in regards to that transition, you know, because, you know, being, you know, a photo photographer, right, being able to take pictures of people, not only, you know, because of the fact that you're wanting to capture something that they want or being able to capture these elements of who they are as people what typically helps you uh in regards to you know the process i mean the process sounds fascinating um what helps me usually is you mean for a session or for an event or just for a session you know for example i know for a fact that when i wrote to you and I wrote to you on Facebook yes. uh, after a recommendation, I said, I want pictures that have edge, you know, I want something that says, put this girl in jail, you know, type yeah. of thing. And we were able to accomplish that. Uh, so in regards to the connections you make with your clients. Yeah. So um, there's two parts to it. Uh, the first part is, of course, you know, when you reach out to me and uh, uh, ideally, you give me an idea like you did. I do some research. I uh, look up, you know, uh, you know, I, I make up my mind a bit about what kind of vibe jail means. Um, because obviously, if you Google girl in jail, um, that's not really the look someone like you would be looking for. Um, <laughs> so what I do is I, I have like a running collection of photos I see online. So every time I see a cool photo anywhere, Facebook, Instagram, uh, when I'm reading an article, I, I save the image on my computer. And so I have this archive. And so when you said jail, I remembered there's this photographer who does very edgy photography. Maybe it's good to check him out, see what lighting he uses, what poses. And that was kind of my preparation for our shoot. Then when it comes to time for the shoot itself, um, since we really hadn't you know, interacted before in person, uh, I like to just take the first 10, 15 minutes just, just to talk, as we did, right? We just walked along the canal. We, uh, we just chatted. And I, I wanted to get a feel of who you are, how comfortable you would be with, like, you know, how edgy we can go. 
Uh, and that talk I find is super important to loosen both of us up, to get to know each other and just to you know create an environment where you're free to explore together. And so uh, I think we were successful at that. I think we... <laughs> sure. I think so too. And it's, it's one of those things that, you know, when you talk about the process, I mean, those small things, you know, or what we think are small things are actually so important, you know, to being able to get the best art, you know, uh, in yeah. regards to, you know, being able to capture those moments and <laughs> reacting quick enough to yes. those moments. I remember... Exactly with one of the photos with your your friend you know oh did we catch it oh yeah did it fly no the wind went made it go the other <laughs> way and being able to say okay well all right we're gonna do it again okay not quick enough oops sorry yes, i screwed up <laughs> let's do it again <laughs> no, yeah, sometimes but... it takes a while but um i think the most important thing is probably not just for photography because i remember this from uh well you know playing piano uh in art, you just gotta, first you gotta have the environment where you can uh, express yourself fully, but then you also need to be open and let go of control and just, just you know, take what's coming. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, totally, yeah, uh, I know what you mean. It's, it's, it's a little bit like music, or I guess you could say with any other art form, you know, being yeah. able to just let things come, you know, in a yeah. way that they just do, and it just kind of works out at the end, right? Exactly, and that's the best art. That I find that's the most genuine art if you just live in the moment, like not try to copy anything that you saw before, but, you know, make it your own thing. Yeah. No, for sure. And now, like, in regards to, you know, one of the things that I'm really interested to learn about is, you know, you're not only doing photography, but you're also an entrepreneur. I mean, and it seemed like, you know, there were certain opportunities that came up, you know, in the right timing. Mm -hmm. So in regards to, you know, being able to take that mindset, that growth mindset, mm -hmm. how was that with, you know, the journey, you know, going in this in this route for you? Um, one thing that comes to mind right away is uh, the mindset that I just mentioned for shoots, which is, you know, to prepare, but then let go of control in the moment and roll with things in the moment. is something I just recently learned helps so much in uh, on the business side of things as well. Um, because you can you can prepare you can you can you can worry yourself to death about certain things but things will happen the way they do and the outcome will depend on how you react to things um on the entrepreneurial side i think at first it's really good to say yes to a lot of things so you learn you you get you gain experience you build a network but with time, it's also good to check in with yourself and see what are you really good at? What do you enjoy? What do you want to focus more on? And then double down on that. And that's what happened. And that's why I'm in classical music now and not fashion, for example, or product photography. No, I can imagine, you know, uh, because, you know, with being able to capture, you know, artists and, you know, within their element, and, you know, when you look at different types, because not, not a lot of people, you know, think about these things, you know, in regards to fashion. Um, I mean, I imagine that's a whole nother animal or even, 
you know, taking pictures of different products, like, I don't know, a phone, <laughs> right? Yeah. So like for you, how, how are those elements different in regards to, you know, the focus that one needs in regards to photography? So um, that goes back to the first point, which is uh, you take good photos of the things you're, you love and you're truly interested in. If I was a fashionista, um, and, you know, I read all the fashion blogs and, uh, I decked myself out and, you know, uh, if I wasn't, you know, super fashionable, I would take better photos of people in robes because I know exactly what fabric they're wearing and how it flies and how it should lie and how it should be lit and blah, and blah, and blah. Um, same with products. If I'm really into phones, as you say, I wouldn't just see a phone. I would see, you know this beautiful piece of technology that uh, reacts differently under I don't know, different lighting conditions. So I guess in the end, my point is that you take good photos, what you pay off, what you pay attention to on an everyday basis. No. And, and I think that's amazing. I, I mean, did you, uh, were you trained uh, to do this? Was it something that, you know, just came over time, uh, you know, with, you know, taking pictures of different artists uh, through the different projects that you've done? Good question. Um, well, it started out, I started taking photos for fun, of course, when my little brother was born, like uh, I was 14. And I just took my dad's camera and took photos of my brother and my dad he studied cinematography at one of the biggest film schools in russia in moscow and when he saw that i started taking photos he started teaching me a few things don't do this try this uh when you edit you can try to do this and i would ask him questions all the time and since i was 14 i i you know, I, I take photos of everything. Every time there's an event, every time there's people over, even in everyday life, uh, I, I never stop taking photos. So I'm so sorry, I lost the original question. What was that? Was <laughs> your question again? Like the, the whole idea of like, I mean, the training, you know, the background yeah. that it takes, you know, to, to be able to, uh, you know, produce the work that you, you do today. Right. Okay. So it's two parts. One is my dad. He was one of my biggest teachers. Two is a self-learning, of course. You know, you, you go online, you, uh, you uh, look at people who inspire you. You follow them on Instagram. Or if they're dead, then you uh, Google their work. And you, what I did, I saved it all. And I have it like as a running screensaver. So every time I sit at the computer, I, I see their work. Um, and lastly, I think it's just trial and error. You try new things, uh, and you look back at it like a couple of weeks later and you evaluate it. No, for sure. And I think it's, you know, one of the things that's really great with what you've mentioned is that, you know, the trial and error, you know, the, the actual process, because a lot of time, you know, when we think about, you know, being able to master something right whether it's photography whether it's painting writing mm -hmm. it's always that you know trial and error process and 
I, I can see now with photography, it's something that, you know, you try something, okay, maybe it doesn't work, maybe try it a different way, see technique is a lot better. Yeah. Um, you know, being able to capture those moments and then being able to learn from them. Exactly. You know, it, you know the thing is with the work that you've produced, it's, it's really phenomenal, you know, in regards to that. And it's, I, I feel like it's really demonstrative of, you know, the things that you mentioned. And, you know, a lot of time people feel like, oh, I, I have to go to school in order to learn this skill. But mm. at the same time, you know, when it boils down to it, ultimately we're the best teachers for ourselves exactly. if we want to try something new. And I think that's the, what you just said is the, how do you say it? The uh, the the most uh, essential point, which is the resources are out there. Yes, but we will only learn when we're ready for them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's definitely true. And yeah. being able to you know take those moments and a lot of the time, I know for a fact that you know the older we get, sometimes we we feel like oh you know. I'm already here, you know, there's, Never. you know, and I feel like sometimes it's really damaging, you know, uh, because of the fact that then we can't have that type of growth, like that type yeah. of inner growth. That's yeah. important. Now, in regards to like, your career and having established, you know, yourself as an artist in Montreal, like, you know, I mean, I've looked at your portfolio, even before I contacted you. And I said, Oh, wow. This is the man that is going to take my photos. Yes. Yes. How, how have you found, you know, those, you know, the process of being able to make those connections with people and how were those connections helpful in your growth, not only within your, your work, but also in regards to community? Yeah, sure. Um, I think there's a couple of things that come into play. Uh, my background as an artist, like as a musician. Um, then the place where I started my career, which was which was Schulich School of Music, where you know uh, most of musicians that I know uh, in Montreal come from. Um, I think I just we just connect with each other very well because we have a similar background and similar uh, way of thinking, uh, and I think. That's why the sessions are so comfortable and so fun, but great pictures come out of them. And so it's easy to recommend me because it's more like recommending a friend than anything else. Um, and I see a lot of the people that I worked with now, I, I see them as friends, I hang out with them, uh, you know, outside of shoots. Uh, it just happens organically. No, and I think it, it's one of those things that, you know, with what you mentioned, the fact that, you know, you were able to create these connections and the value of those connections. And it's not even just connections. It's like genuine, like care for people, yeah. you know, exactly. you know, being able to establish that trust. And, you know, one of the things that I always emphasize is, you know, organic marketing. And a lot of the time when you put the marketing word with organic people like, you know, turn off their ears, right? Yeah. But the thing is, it's also marketing in the sense of creating community, uh, yeah. being able to, you know, have people who are genuine about how they feel, because ultimately, people remember what they feel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
a lot more than, you know, you know, some things that maybe some people have learned, right? But like, yeah. being able to remember those feelings, and how, you know, they walk away from something and feeling great. And you know, yeah. this, this type of, you know, this is really great in regards to everything that you've accomplished, you know. So in regards to, you know, you mentioned that you went to music, you, you studied music, you also have done business. How have you found those elements, you know, in regards to your training, uh, yeah. in regards to, you know, the business aspect, helpful yeah. in your, um, in your business, in your career? So that's a question that I, you know, I come back to myself uh, periodically. Uh, but I think the answer for myself now is one cannot live without the other. Um, personally, you know, in my uh, career, I found, you know, you on an artist's perspective, you need to, you know, perform at your best. You, you need to try things out. You need to experiment. And then at the end of the day, there, need to be, there needs to be something that comes from you. That's one. But then the other thing is you also need to ask yourself, who's your audience? What you put out there, uh, who will look at it? Who will buy it? You know? Uh, because it's funny, just last Sunday, I was walking down Montreal Street, and I saw an example of that. Um, there, was, there were plenty of buskers that day, and there was one, she was a girl. She was a classical violinist. And she, I think, I didn't recognize the piece she, she was playing, but it was something, you know, classical, straight. And everyone walked past her that day. And her uh, cup was, was kind of empty, um, although she was very, very good. And I walk a bit up the street, and there's this guy who was playing, Jesus, what was it called? It's like this instrument. That's that's laid out like this, like a xylophone, but it has it has, it has strings. I think it's a, a hammered dulcimer. I don't know if you ever heard of that. It's like you know, <laughs> he played like this. He played that with a drum beat, and he I think he played like you know super popular tunes, and there was a whole crowd around him. Um, and so he he knew his audience. He had found his audience. Uh, Business-wise, I don't know how he structured his business, but I know that he had a product and that it sold. And I think you need to find a balance between the two. No, definitely. And I think that's something that's really important, you know, in regards to being able to, you know, increase awareness, you yeah. know, in regards to making sure that, you know, people are, know that you exist. Because yeah. I know, I'm sure you've know this too, uh, in regards to maybe some of the clients that you've worked with, or uh, some of the people that you've worked with that, you know, you can be the best, you know, person to take photographs, you can be the best person uh, to play music, or you could be the best painter or writer. But if yeah. no one knows about the work that you do, yeah. exactly, then yeah. All of that work in regards to being creative goes to waste. I agree 100%. Yeah. So, so. I, I think it's amazing, you know, the fact that, you know, when you see, you know, these people, you know, really hustling. Yeah. You know? I mean, we hustle. I mean, you know, in regards to, you know, making, you know, people aware of, you know, the things that we have to offer and being able to share that in a meaningful way. Yes. 
how was your journey in regards to that you know in regards to the you know the progress or you know the even the process of you know being able to build you know your your company um i must say that you know from i think i started this in 2015 until today uh i was super lucky uh my business is totally built on very very organic marketing i don't think i ever ran paid ads ever um it's i think my marketing happens <laughs> as as funny as it sounds during the shoots uh i my brand is me and the experience that you get during the shoot and so when people walk away from the shoot as we talked about and feel good afterwards and love the results they market for me through referrals they upload on their social networks and all their their whole network sees the picture and they have a lot more reach than I could ever have, you know, if every client posts. And so uh, that's how my business has grown, really through recommendations and people seeing my work on uh, social media. But not because I posted it, but because my clients posted them. And they tag you in it too. Exactly. Well, that I always make sure that they do. That they do. <laughs> that's the important part. Yeah. No, no. I mean, that's and that's the thing. It's like, you know, a lot of the time, you know, for example, with a lot of artists, right, you know, not even just musicians, you know, or, you know, photographers or, you know, things like that, or even painters, writers, you know, a lot of the time, you know, you walk away from school and you're don't have too much money, you know, and you're wanting to create something, you know, that you're passionate about that you care about. And, you know, for example, uh, with the modern artist project, one of the things that I encourage is that type of organic marketing. Because even though, you know, in the in the long haul, you know, people could, you know, pay for boost and ads, people can, you know, uh, pay for ads and things like that. Well, that comes with like the short you know, in the short run, it's like, whoa, you know, we have X amount of pressions, but yeah. the, that trust that you talk about, you yeah. know, the fact that it's because of the fact that your medium is photos, right. And yeah. capturing, you know, capturing moments of, you know, whether, you know, joy, uh, sadness, you know, seriousness, you know, intensity that yeah. the those moments are the things that people respond to and that they react to. And like, I, I could definitely tell you that like, you know, with the work that you've done, you know, I was like, wow, you know, he can do that with people and being able to, you know, have the courage to say, Hey, you know, I, would it be possible to do this? And, you know, the fact that what I loved about your work is the fact that you are, fearless, you know, in trying, you know, new things, you know, in regards to the ideas that you have. And, you know, I, you know, those are things that I feel like, you know, sometimes with people graduating college, I mean, I, I, I'm sure you've, you know, you have a variety of clients, but, you know, they have, how, how do you think fear can, you know, play a role in, you know, limiting uh, things for, you know, people? Fear is, fear is huge especially in art because in art you 
I, I doubt there's anything more vulnerable than being an artist and making art. You're, you're literally putting a, a part of yourself out there for judgment, for um, uh, scrutinizing and for, for criticism. Uh, and whatever they attack, it's part of you. And so fear can be very limiting. I think what I found personally is that you said I was fearless in my work. Uh, I wish that was true. <laughs> it's there are often times when I when I feel a bit out of my com uh, comfort zone, and I found that every time I felt that that uh, I don't I'm not sure. That's exactly the moment when I should stop thinking and just just do it. And that's exactly when the greatest photos happened, or the greatest things in my life too, um, is to push past the fear, to push, you know, when you feel that little thing in your belly that says, no, 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 don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, just, just do it. <laughs> great things happen. <laughs> and, I, and I think that's amazing advice because, you know, sometimes, you know, when you're, you're at the edge, right? And you're exactly. looking over and you're trying to see, you know, okay, should I do it? And you yeah. just jump anyway, you know, and yeah. whether you, you know, land in like a, you know, bucket of pillows or, you know, in a vat of water, <laughs> you know, those types of things, you know, like, and that's the thing, you know, by, you know, what's really great about what you just mentioned is also the fact that, you know, when we think about fear and we think about courage, a lot of times yeah. people think courage is the absence of fear. I think actually with what you've mentioned, courage is having fear, yeah. doing it anyway. Exactly. If, if, you, if you weren't afraid in the first place, then there's no courage, then it was easy for you to do anyway. So and, Oh, sorry, I interrupted you. No, just a side note. I, I was just wondering why, why we have such a fear of exactly the things that can push us to be greater. It, it, it's, I feel like there's a correlation there that every time there's something that, that can promise you, you know, to, to level up your life or your career or your anything, there's always a barrier for some reason that you need to push past. Yeah. Just a side note, yeah. No, and I think those, no, and I think that's the thing. It's like, you know, you get to a point where, you know, you are at a high level with your craft. Yeah. And, and it's just, there's that point where it's like, okay, right. It's just a matter of like, do I, how do I push through it to exceed the limits? Because a lot of time people feel like they, they're limited. They say, okay, this is the most I can ever do. Yeah. And, you know, not really being able to explore that because I think it goes back to the idea of comfort, you know, uh, for example, you know, if you're comfortable, yeah. you're going to be okay. You're like, oh, I'm true. I know it. I know this. Yeah. You know, it's like not a problem, but then, you know, being able to surpass that and saying, okay, I'm going to push it and let's see where this goes. And if I'm yeah. going to feel uncomfortable, then that's okay. Yeah. And then and that goes back, you know, uh, to, for example, you know, with today's digital media, you know, I mean, I imagine 2015 was completely different to what it is now, right? How, how do you feel? Oh, yes. How do you feel like the direction, you know, with everything that's going with, you know, photography, you know, yeah. from your experience and, you know, just, you know, <laughs> I know, I'm like, you're like, yeah, you're <laughs> 
how how is that how how do you, how do you see the future you know of it as you know an artistic medium and you know also being able to encourage people you know that this is a sustainable career mm -hmm. i think you mean there's i mean there's two ways you can think about any kind of change for example in photography of course there's you know nfts now and and ai generated images and all these things and there's one camp of photographers that might say, uh, oh, you know, this is the death of photography. We're all going to die. We're all going to starve. It's going to be horrible. <laughs> and then there's another camp where you can say, you know, this is just another tool in your toolbox. Um, in the end, whatever you use, uh, the goal will be the same, which is in my case is to, uh, you know, make, uh, well, that's maybe just my philosophy, but it's to create a true um, representation of the person at that time. Uh, whether you use, you use AI or make an NFT out of it, or if you use new Photoshop functions, it's up to you. But I think humans will always be attracted to a piece of art that is truly coming from an... Oh God, this sounds a bit cheesy, I'm sorry, but that is truly coming from an artist's soul. You know what I mean? Oh, that no. will always attract people, no matter what form it takes. A very important point that you brought up, though, is that you have to adapt. You, you know, try new things, incorporate it into your toolbox. Uh, but it's probably a good idea not to always do things the way you've always done them. Yeah, you know, and, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, a lot of time people view, you know, these types of changes in, you know, digital media or you know just the digital age is like oh my gosh everything is moving so quickly and i can definitely tell you that even for me you know i just feel like oh well what's the new thing now <laughs> you know like oh what's happening did that happen yesterday oh no yeah. <laughs> you know type of thing and you know being able to kind of adjust the waves you know being able to navigate in a way that you know even though it may seem like a problem that if we're able to you know move through them that we'll, yeah. we're always going to be able to find that you know solution because there's nothing that substitutes humans right exactly yeah <laughs> i agree with that <laughs> and i think the, the 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 mindset I'm, I'm I've been approaching things since COVID started, and the biggest problem of all came, which is no contracts. Um, I've actually found that every problem can be flipped on its head and becomes an opportunity. Everything, uh, for example, when COVID happened and I had no contracts, I took a job at a marketing agency, and I learned a lot about marketing. And now I can use that in my work as a full-time photographer again. No, and that's, and, and I think that's amazing too, you know, of being able to, you know, take the skills that we learn from other experiences and being able to, you know, um, you know, put them together, you know, okay. and, and that, and I think that a lot of people can learn from that because a lot of time, you know, when something bad happens, it's like, the world's falling apart. I need chocolate. I, you know, I, I don't want to get out of bed. You that's know? fine. You know, we all have those moments. <laughs> yeah, we, and that's, and that's completely okay. Um, but what's great is being able to, you know, allow those moments when we're, you know, vulnerable in regards to, you know, opening our spaces to, yeah. 
the new things and uh, welcoming those new things in a way that you know we otherwise may may not have you know in in the past yeah now, exactly in regards to you know young professionals that are you know are trying to make their mark they're trying to you know break into the field of photography and you know being able to find their niche yeah what type of advice would you give to those people wow good question it's it's a twofold thing the first uh if if they're unsure of you know what it is they really like then try it everything try it all uh build a portfolio do, do product, do fashion, do, do whatever itches you, whatever opportunities you can get. Uh, if you want to get into fashion, shoot uh, models, or if you can't shoot models, shoot your friends and, uh, you know, uh, create art with them. Uh, if you kind of know already what you're into, if you know yourself and you, you look back and you look at your interests and you're like, I like this, I like this. See how you can create a portfolio out of that. Mm, out of the things you love put it out there i think that's that's the biggest advice that i haven't always followed myself but uh and i always felt i always felt it when i didn't you have to put your work out there people need to see what you're doing uh even if there's not a lot of engagement on whatever you put out there just trust that people do see and if you keep consistently at it, something will happen that will give your career a boost. No, definitely. And I think, you know, this is, this is really amazing advice, Tam, you know, in regards to, you know, being able to be persistent, you know, because a lot of time people are so easily, you know, wanting to give up and, yeah. you know, calling the towel because they don't see that instant success. But, you know, from what it seems, you know, from, the career that you know you you have now and you know being able to appreciate those moments you know when there was you know really you know lots of things and but also too appreciating the moments when you know there were changes that happened and you know being able to navigate it and learn from those experiences that make you stronger and better i mean this was uh it's really inspiring advice thank you thank you um I actually I can sum it up now. I just I just heard it in my head because it's some something I read and and I absolutely love that sentence, which is just be willing to suck at something <laughs> because you will suck at it. And no matter what you do, you will suck at it at first. But because you tried it, you already know more than the person who didn't try. And the deeper you go go down that hole the more skills you will have, but you got to suck at first, you know? No, definitely. I love it. I love it. I think this is great. No, uh, thank you. I think what we're going to do is we're going to leave on that note. So amazing. thank you so much for joining us today and sharing your experience and thoughts with us. We look forward to seeing the amazing things that you continue to do for our community, Tam. It was a real pleasure to be on here, Christine. And I'm looking forward to seeing the Modern Artist Project. Uh, do a big impact in this community as well. Thank you for supporting this show by listening and sharing with your friends. If you liked this podcast, please rate and write a review of how this show has helped you. This will help us be able to increase our visibility nationally and in being able to make an impact on the profession. 
If you would like to hear more about any specific topics, please email us at info at themodernartistproject.com. I would love to help support your community in all artistic disciplines. Thank you. Thank you.